0: Are you ready? Let's get to work. Typically, I have guests on, and we do some interviews and lots of great information in the 36 episodes before this one. But today, I thought, you know what? I need to talk to people and share what a people gardener is and my philosophy and my thinking as far as this being a leadership system uh leadership style i guess it is so we're going to talk today about the the who and the why and the how of people gardening and one of the things that a gardener understands is that they have to make sure that the soil is right that the conditions are right for the plant to thrive The other thing that a gardener understands is that they never blame the plant for it not growing or thriving. They understand that the buck stops with them. They are the tender, the nurturer. They are responsible for the growth and the thriving of the plant. So They see their role as making sure that the conditions are right. They may need to make sure that the plant is being fed and ultimately take 100% ownership. That's what people gardeners do. They're tenders. They love to walk around and now with so many uh, distant you're getting phone calls. You're maybe on WhatsApp or Voxer, or you're on Slack or Zoom or Skype. There's there's so many ways to contact um, contact each other and to virtually walk around and continue to be connected with your team. They're constantly observing. Um, they're checking. They're engaging with the garden, and so that is with the people. You know, it's funny (laughs) when we travel, uh, Trev knows and he, and he teases me. The first thing I do when we get home, we get everything out of the vehicle and then I go and walk the garden. I go and check on the plants to see how things are going. I've had people come and water, but it's different. It's different than how I water, even though they're doing it the best that they know how it's just different so I'm checking in seeing if they need any love or need any care and to make sure that they're happy in the spot that they're in that's what a people gardener does you're just constantly checking in and making sure that they're they're, they're very aware of spending time in and around their team of people so that they can catch you know, any little thing that might be happening that might be a concern. They just love to care for people. You know, They love the people in their department. They love the people on their team. They want what's best for them. They care that they're thriving. They care that they're doing well. People gardeners understand uh, that it's a, a philosophy of leadership. And you know, most people, they get leader. They, they, in their head, they can picture, okay, what a leader is. And they can picture what a manager is. But when I talk about a people gardener, often I get this blank look and it's like okay so what you tend people's gardens well no not really I tend people and the people make up the garden so when I started to to formulate okay how am I gonna how am I gonna present this I wanted to come up with something that was More organic than leader and manager, something that really spoke to my own heart as a gardener and how I developed my philosophy and my teaching, as far as you know, from my life's experience and from my experience out in the garden. It's from a gardener's heart, this philosophy. It's not from a psychology book, it's not from academia. It's from my life's experience out in the garden. And the interesting thing too, with people gardeners, even though it's a noun, it's really more a verb. My tagline in my Instagram posts and my Facebook posts and my LinkedIn posts, that's what it says at the bottom of every single post. Leadership is a verb. And I believe this from the bottom of my heart. That leadership is a verb. It's not a position. It's not a title. It is getting out there and acting, getting out there and putting into motion and doing things that cause movement in people. Whether or not it's in the job that they're in, it might be the challenge that they're having. For those of you that know gardeners, they're constantly taking action. They're digging, they're raking, they're weeding. Everything that they do is an action. And all of those actions together consistently over time create this phenomenal environment. There's just amazing joy in creating this environment. And it's the same with people. When you spend time tending them and loving and caring for them, you have this people garden that is such a joy to not only look at, but to watch it perform. And they just they just love to do what they do because they're engaged and you have helped them to be successful in their task. So that's a little bit about who, <laughs> as far as a people gardener is concerned. Let's talk about how. Like, how do you do this? How do you, how do you be <laughs> a people gardener? Well, people gardeners spend a lot of time in their garden. So that means they spend a lot of time with the people on their team. They spend time talking to them about their job, about their function, about their hopes, their dreams, their hobbies. They even find out about the skills that someone has that might not have anything to do with the job that they're currently in, but there might be an opportunity for it to be actually utilized somewhere down the line. And something that I found very true is when you give people opportunity to showcase the things that they love and the things that they're skilled at, They are very happy to jump into that role and to utilize those skill. The beautiful thing about plants is they're brutally honest about how they're feeling. If they're not feeling top-notch, you're going to have drooping flowers, dropping leaves, leaves that are shriveled, uh, leaves that have spots on them. Their whole demeanor just shrinks and and it bows. They're not happy. That's the beautiful thing about plants is you can see they're communicating in their way with you. You might struggle a little bit with the interpretation, you know, trying to figure out, okay, so I see you're unhappy. I got to figure out how to fix this and how to make sure that you become happy again. Unfortunately, not so much with people, (laughs) Uh, the interesting thing with uh, humans is sometimes you have to expend considerable effort to encourage somebody to open up and to share with you what their challenge is what they might not be feeling good about so with humans as a people gardener you're still wandering around and you're still observing and you're still interacting But what's happening is you're using your language, your spoken word, you're using your inflection of your voice, you're using your body language, you're using your ears, and all of that information is coming back and is helping you to determine, okay, how can I help? How can I help this plant person get over the roadblock? How do I help them become engaged in their job, knowing that I'm here to help them? I'm here to serve them. And so the people gardener, how they conduct themselves is they are there to serve. People gardeners, plant gardeners, they know that their responsibility is to tend. And that's to care for. Exactly the same with a people, people gardener. They tend the people that are in their department. They want what's best for that person. They're happy to move that person if, in fact, the place that they're in is not the right spot. Something interesting that I'd love you to just take a minute and picture here. Close your eyes. I'm here in the Pacific Northwest, and down south of us in Skagit County, we have tulips that bloom in the spring, and there's acres and acres and acres of these tulip fields. You've probably seen similar in pictures in magazines where you know it's a whole acre of these yellow tulips or red tulips. The pictures that resonate the most with me as a gardener, as a people gardener, are the ones that have rows and rows inside that acre, and they're all different colors. A gardener understands that the garden needs diversity. The garden needs plants of every color, greenery of every color, and texture, and height, and size. A people gardener understands that the absolute best way to get 100% authentic you as the employee is to find out who you are and to allow you to be who you are. The whole human, we all have quirks. We all have idiosyncrasies. We all have biases that we have grown up with. Things that we like, things that we don't like. But as a people gardener, you just need to love and accept each person as they are and figure out what is the best spot for them in your people garden. In your department, there is a spot. You just have to figure out what it is and you take ownership and responsibility that it's your job. It's your job to make sure that they are in the right spot so that they can thrive. And the only way that you can do that is by getting to know the whole person, finding out about them, And another part of how the people gardener operates is to be curious. What makes people tick? I think they're absolutely fascinating. There's lots of differences, but there are so many similarities too. So let's talk about the why. So they do things a little bit differently. They're focused on people's strengths. They're focused on that person thriving, not waiting for that person to perform, but they're in there helping them so that they're in the place that they can perform. So why lead this way? I think for me, one of the best reasons, and you know, I, I do believe this from my heart and why I led my team this way in corporate is because my people are happier. Happier. And they're not only happier at work, they're happier at home. When you've got happy people, their life is so much nicer. It's so much better. So creating an environment that allows them to be who they are and to help them succeed in their job and with their tasks causes them or brings them happiness. And when they leave for the day, they go home and they're happy. So their interaction with their family is so much nicer, so much more positive. And even their interaction inside the office is the same way. You know, an interesting statistic that that really shocked me, and this was a few years ago, 75% of Americans that were polled said that their boss was the worst part of their job. That's huge. That's a lot of people that are unhappy, frustrated, mad in their workplace. And those same people that are frustrated, mad and unhappy at work are going home. And they're going home with that mindset and that same heart set. The other reason why you want to be a people gardener is because the productivity goes through the roof. I'm sure you've all experienced it when you're doing something that you love, when you do something that you enjoy, that you're skilled at that you're appreciated for, you've got to skip in your step. You feel like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Wow, that was a good day, I got a lot accomplished. And you go home and it's like, yeah, that was good. That's why you want to tend your people. That's why you want to help them. That's why you want to walk around and you want to observe and you want to listen. You want to get rid of the roadblocks for them. You'll also find that the collaboration and the cooperation inside your own team is so much greater. People want to work together. And if you can spend time helping everyone feel confident in their contribution so that they're not feeling threatened by somebody else's contribution, we all have different skills. We all do things at a different pace. We do it with more or less enthusiasm. We do it in quiet or happy to do it in absolute chaos. But when everyone feels confident in how they're contributing and that their contribution is appreciated, then everybody opens up and is happy to help the next person. You know, something that happened in my time in corporate that was so neat was there were several gals in the department that were really good at tech and there were others that weren't. And there was this sense of pride in those that knew tech to be able to go and help those that didn't know tech. There was no lording over. There was no, um, what would I say? Uh, You know, none of that... uh, you're lesser than because you don't know this or you, you're not good at it. There was just a genuine joy and excitement and fun being able to help their fellow teammate. They were able to have this great bond because they were helping each other do different things. And so it got to the place where everybody had a skill had something that they could utilize and, and help other people with. You don't get that kind of interaction and collaboration when people feel insecure about their job because they don't want to put their hand up, that they're struggling or that they don't know something because they're worried that you know they're going to be moved out the door. What they need to know is, hey, I have you here in this position because you are good at this. I'm not expecting you to be good at everything. Yes, you need to be working on the things that that you're not as skilled at on yet. But yeah, get in there, get it done, have the collaboration and the cooperation. And both of those become very, very high when everyone feels confident in their own position. You know another thing that was startling was the reduction in absenteeism. You know you think about it if you've got 75 percent of the working population who's feeling like they hate their boss and their boss is the absolute worst thing about their job. How easy is it to call in sick? How easy is it to leave early? How easy is it? to not perform, and to not engage. It's really, really easy. We all, we understand that. And so when you come from the people gardener perspective, when you come from a place of love and care for that person and wanting the best for them and wanting to cultivate them and have them be a part of this incredible people garden that you're creating, they want to be there. They want to be at work. They don't want to miss anything. They're having fun. They're enjoying their time together with their teammates, and they're loving the interaction with you because they know you care about them. You care that they're in the right spot. You care that they're getting the support. You care that they know that they're appreciated. And you're all in making sure that they have everything that they need in order to thrive. You know, the neat thing about a plant if it's lacking water, let's say, and, and you go and you water it, the response from the plant is to just perk up. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling good. Okay, this is good. I'm, I'm feeling hydrated. Well, the same thing happens with humans. When you spend time and you observe and you get to know everyone, you are doing the watering By showing your appreciation. By making sure that you're giving them the feedback that they need. So that they can be confident that they're doing a good job. That you're happy with their performance. Don't assume that they know. I guarantee you they don't. You need to tell them that they're doing a good job. So the respect and trust is there. I'm an avid plant gardener and I'm an avid people gardener. So hopefully this helps you understand my philosophy as far as leadership is concerned and why I teach (laughs) about people gardening. Why my uh, clients, those that have taken my online course, those that I work one-on-one with, come to learn how to tend and what the responsibility is of a leader of a people gardener the buck stops with you leadership is absolutely a verb and i delu- i believe also that if you start with be interested be curious that will take you on the journey to caring and when you care you Perform yourself in ways that show to your team that you're invested in them. Your goal is to help them be the best that they can be. I'd love to hear any questions or responses anyone has. So feel free to email me at Rhonda at RhondaDelaney.com. Otherwise, we will have another episode for you next week. Well, now, wasn't that informative? Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at the Gardener, and also on LinkedIn. It's Rhonda Delaney on LinkedIn. If you haven't already downloaded my 25 ways to be interested, the core foundational element of leadership, go to rhondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. It's a workbook and a challenge. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you again next week.